Hi, this is Aaron Orlando from the Revelstoke Mountaineer. I'm joined on the telephone by Wayne Stetsky, who is the newly announced candidate for Kootenai Columbia in the uh, October uh, federal election. Um, we're here to talk about Wayne and, and basically do an introduction and find out a little bit more about him. Good afternoon, Wayne. Good afternoon, and thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. No problem, Wayne. So, so a real general question. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your background uh, leading to your candidacy for, for the NDP? Uh, basically, who is Wayne Stetsky? Absolutely. Uh, most recently, I was mayor of Cranbrook from 2011 until 2014. So I certainly understand what it's like to be in municipal government and to work with our people on a very regular basis. Uh, prior to that, for two years, I was the manager of the East Kootenai Conservation Program. So that's involved in private land conservation. From 2002 to 2009, I was the regional manager with the Ministry of Environment, responsible for provincial parks, fish and wildlife, and ecosystems for the East and the West Kootenays, so including Revelstoke. I've uh, been involved in conservation and uh, environment for many, many years. And, of course, uh, when you work with municipal government, you get involved in a lot of other aspects, um, you know, economic development, um, multiculturalism, youth, seniors. So the uh, everybody counts in the end. All right. So, Wayne, you've had a, a, a lifetime of uh, experience uh, as a, an employee in government, and then uh, moving over to the to the political side in the in the past few years as mayor. Um, um, I guess with that background, and 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 I understand you've been a, a living in Cranbrook for the past twenty five years. I was hoping you could tell uh, our listeners here in Revelstoke what are the issues in this riding, in the Kootenai-Columbia riding? What are you going to be talking about uh, going in during this election campaign? Well, of course, the first thing I'm going to be doing is listening as I travel around the riding, which I intend to do quite a bit of uh, over the next seven months leading up to the election. But there are some um, issues that are fairly common to all of us on a day-to-day -day basis, and they're everything from the need for... Um, in a relatively inexpensive daycare, uh, people that are going hungry and homeless. Um, certainly jobs are an important aspect in, in this part of the country, uh, everywhere in the country. And for Revelstoke in particular, making sure that Highway 1 gets uh, twinned uh, ultimately, but we need to continue working on improving Highway 1. I did live in Revelstoke actually for a while back in the 70s, uh, I was working with National Parks at the time that Micah Dam was being built. Uh, so I did live there for a few months. I know Revelstoke has the biggest snowflakes in the world, and I know that the highway is critical, uh, both heading both east and west out of, uh, out of Revelstoke. Um, so in addition to that, you know, from my perspective, People are looking for a member of parliament who will be there and represent their interests. And I want to be, in essence, the best member of parliament that Kootenai Columbia and the people of Revelstoke ever had. Um, during my time as mayor in, in uh, Cranbrook here, I really did focus on listening to everybody and making sure that everyone felt that their concerns were important to me and to council. 
and I intend to do that in Ottawa as well. We need to make sure that our voices are being well heard, strongly heard in Ottawa. All right, Wayne. Um, one of the big changes that's happening uh, this election is, of course, uh, changes to the boundary um, of the riding that uh, were finalized in 2012 with uh, the Boundary Commission uh, readjustment. Um, Kootenai Columbia has picked up Caslow, Nelson, and Salmo, and the, the hamlets of Nacusp and, and Needles have been shed off to two different ridings to the west. What kind of impact um, are, are yourself and, and the NDP thinking uh, th this uh, realignment is going to have on this upcoming election? Well, there's no doubt that the west part of the Kootenays uh, traditionally has been fairly strong for the NDP. Uh, my job, of course, is to earn the trust of those people that generally have voted NDP in the past and make sure that continues in, into the future. And for me, the addition of those communities uh, basically means that the riding is now the same riding that I was regional manager for. Um, and I used to have offices in uh, Cranbrook and another fairly large one in Nelson, uh, Revelstoke, and Invermere. Uh, so for me, it's, it's like going home. It's my old region. I have uh, know people in all the communities, uh, understand the values that have had all of us, I guess, living here as long as we have. Um, and, and those values, I think, are, are quite frankly, they've been under threat. You know, when I, and I asked myself why I wanted to do this back in December. And I sat down and I wrote myself a letter. And it became very clear very quickly that many of the things that I value most as a Canadian are being eroded under the Harper Conservative government and seriously eroded. So for me, it was it was easy to get involved with everything from um, the use of uh, change, I guess, in the way our military gets used from being recognized internationally as peacekeepers to going to wars, um, the way we treat our veterans once they return. Um, it's CBC radio for, uh, and television, you know, they, they tell us the story of Canada and the uh, Harper Conservative government plans to cut another $115 million from that in, from the CBC in 2015. Um, it's a balance between the economy and the environment. Uh, when I was regional manager, my ecosystem section used to do review of major projects and I know that uh, to have a healthy economy, a sustainable economy in the long run, we need to have a healthy and sustainable environment. And again, the Harper Conservative government has laid off about 1,800 scientists and then basically have cut back uh, a lot on some pro uh, environmental programs that were internationally recognized. So, you know, these are all issues that are important to Revelstoke. They're also important to Nelson and Caslow and, and to all of us, really. So um, I think having uh, you know a, a strong NDP element will certainly help balance uh, out the writing, but we have a lot of work to do all around the writing to make sure that uh, the next government is uh, not a conservative government and that this writing becomes a writing for the NDP that represents all of the people. Wayne. Um 
anyone who's spent some time in this riding and and uh, with the view towards polling what the people want uh, here um, one of the the big issues that that uh, is always identified and, and you've um, identified it in in your media release as well as in your in your comments now is that uh, starting 20 years ago with with the the reform revolution there was a real need to have a strong uh, real desire amongst the voters to have a strong candidate in um, Ottawa uh, representing the in basically representative government representing the interests of, of the people here um, but uh, the, the reality of the situation uh, d doesn't always uh, turn out that way how are how are you going to to assure us that you're going to to be different if you're elected? Um, do you have any um, key uh, points that you differentiate yourself differentiate yourself on from from uh, party issues? Or are there things you're going to be uh, particularly standing up for and, and talking about? Can you can you share some of those? Well, you know, I truly believe that my number one responsibility is to represent the views and the concerns and the interest of the people uh, in the riding, of course, including the people of Revelstoke. And I truly believe that one member of parliament can make a difference. Um, and of course, early on, um, David Wilkes in Revelstoke talked about um, the fact that he doesn't feel like uh, one MP can make a difference. So. You know, I, I've spent my whole life in public service. I know how to work with government. I know how to listen to people. I know how to take those concerns and try and make a difference. Uh, so, uh, number one, I guess I see my role as being in Ottawa for my constituents. And if my constituents have a different view on something uh, than our, the leadership does, my job is to convince the leadership that they need to change their mind. Wayne, um, in the most recent election, uh, the, the the number the voter turnout was uh, about sixty three, sixty four percent. What are you going to be doing to to get out the vote this election? Well, as you know, seniors are fairly faithful to voting, um, which is great. And the aspect uh, or the demographic that often gets the lowest turnout is youth. So we really hope to build a strong youth component and a strong interest amongst youth and to, to get them out and to vote. Because, you know, if you think your vote doesn't count, um, you, absolutely your vote counts. And it counts especially uh, if you're not out there voting. Uh, because without your vote, it basically means that somebody else's vote that is going to count more than yours. So. I think we need to make sure that people understand and youth understand that their vote is really, really important. This is their country. This is their future. And if they don't vote, then somebody else's vote is going to count a lot. So um, it, it's a basic message that, um, you know, this is your country. Uh, you need to take an interest in its future. And the worst thing you can do is, by not voting, is to make somebody else's vote all that much more important. That, and it may be somebody, quite frankly, you don't agree with. So you're planning to target the youth vote. Um, how are you going to do that? And what, uh, what are some of the messages you're going to be directing towards, uh, to, towards youth, which uh, nowadays uh, uh, extends to, I think, 29 years old is the official definition. Right. Well, it's, you need to make sure that you're 
working on things that are important to them, and, and it can be everything from uh, apprenticeship programs to uh, you know lower tuition fees for colleges or universities. Um, it's trying to make sure that the uh, opportunity is there for people to advance their education if that's what they choose to do. You also want to make sure that there is a reasonable minimum wage. And one of the proposals from the NDP uh, and Tom O'Care is that for federally, uh, and I guess the, you have to use the word federally influenced uh, employment, that uh, the minimum wage should be $12, moving up to $15 over the next couple of years. As it's, you know, everybody likes to have employment, everyone likes to have some money in their pocket, but if you're making, uh, you know, minimum wage or less, it's very difficult to survive in Canada. So it's about creating opportunities for our youth and trying to make sure that as many of the things that they need to, uh, you know, have a decent life like we have had uh, will be there into the future. And we also need to make sure that the environment that, uh, we've come to enjoy will still be there in the future. All right, Wayne, um, one last question. Uh, what is your direct message uh, specifically to uh, the voters here in Revelstoke? Uh, what is your message directly to them? Well, I really do intend to be the best member of parliament that they've had. Um, and I'm going to do that by being a good listener to begin with, uh, by being very open to everyone's views, everyone's opinions, and I truly believe that that everyone's views and everyone's opinions count. Um, I want to make sure that I'm accessible and that if they have a concern um, that they can get hold of me and I'll be happy to take that concern forward and hopefully find some resolution for them. So I've been joined by Wayne Stetsky, who's the new Democratic Party NDP candidate in the upcoming federal election in the riding of Kootenai, Columbia. Wayne, thanks for uh, taking the time to talk to me this afternoon. Thank you very much for your time. Take care. Bye-bye.